This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It is I, Lance Descott, and it is the Drop Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be going over the game number 82. That's right, the last game of the season, the Blues versus the Avalanche. Uh, No playoff implications. The Blues had already clinched the third playoff uh, spot in the Central Division and in the the Western Conference. They've got their spot ready to go. They'll be playing the Wild starting this week. But we still needed to play the game against the Avalanche. The Blues have played the avalanche a ton in the last month, but I would say they haven't played great against them. Would they break the streak last night? Would they continue to play haphazardly? We all know a couple of players were not in the lineup, including Alex Petrangelo. There was a new player in the lineup, Vladimir Sabotka. And I would like to talk a little bit about him after the game recap and all the press conferences and everything. We'll get into a little chat about him. I know I talked about him in the last episode, but I wanted to touch base. I've gotten some, communications from some fans and I want to go over a few things but let's go ahead and get into this game it would be Jake Allen's uh start for the night for the Blues and uh you know Jake has been one of the hottest goaltenders in the last couple of months he would continue to play pretty well last night it would be an uneventful first uh, 19 minutes of the uh, first period not a lot going on but eventually uh Sanford was able to break the 0 to 0 tie and give the Blues a one to nothing lead late in the first period. And, and it would not surprise me. In fact, I had a brief conversation with Marty Brodeur about it. That now Sanford in front. He scores. Zach Sanford. And it's one nothing St. Louis. Pretty nice release there from Sanford. And he has shown that he has got some really good mitts. He's a good stick handler. Right here, a nice play by Yashkin off the faceoff, finds his man, one quick release, and it's in the net. Ryan Reeves does a great job in front of the net as a screen as well. The defenseman Johnson screening the goaltender, and finally they beat him on the stick side. Good shot. I know most of us have all been impressed with Zach Sanford and how well he's played uh, since coming over in the Shattenkirk trade. And as he played like Wayne Gretzky, no, but he's been solid. His stick work has been great. He can handle that puck very well, gets his shot off quickly, and he doesn't look very fast, but he's got some decent speed for a lanky guy like himself. That would be Sanford's fourth goal, and uh, Dmitry Yashkin would get his 10th assist, and it was at the ni- 19 minutes and 37 seconds into the first period. The Blues are up one to nothing. That's the way that period would end, of course. Uh, I would think both teams didn't play up to what they wanted to in the first period. I honestly think the Avalanche outplayed the Blues a little bit. Going into the second period, the Blues would be looking to add to the lead and kind of put this game out of reach quickly. And that way, not necessarily they can relax a little bit, but uh, you know, kind of put them uh, a little comfortable you know, with a good lead. But that wasn't going to happen uh, just four minutes in. Uh, Francois Beauchemin gives uh, the Avalanche their first goal of the night and makes it one to one. 
But by this point of the second period, they were down 2 0 because of a power play goal. So they're very much in this game. Then they're really into it with a shot by Boschman. And it beats Allen to tie the game at one. Boschman with a drive from the blue line. And that one skipped by Allen as Boschman, unless it was tipped by an avalanche on the way in, will get his fifth goal of the season. And the Avalanche have tied this game up at one. Good faceoff draw by Rantanen. Boschman. Did that hit something, Mike? It, but it certainly skipped over Allen. Puck comes through. May have hit the St. Louis player, but either way, I think for, for Boschman, he'll pick up. Or did Mike knock the water bottle? The key to this goal for the Avalanche was definitely the great faceoff win and just right back. Uh, Boschman got it and really didn't take a super, super hard shot, but it did uh, deflect off a player, and I believe it deflected off Yori Laterra. I might be wrong, but that's who I thought it deflected off of. Uh, that would be Boschman's fifth goal of the year. Andrew Ghetto gets his 17th assist, and McKinnon gets his 37th assist. McKinnon's been a nice player for them, a bright spot on their roster in a bad, bad year for the Avalanche. That was four minutes and three seconds in, and we're tied at one apiece. Uh, we've got ourselves a, a game now, I guess you could say. Uh, both teams in the second period, I thought both of them played better than they had in the first. Uh, there was some back and back and forth. Uh, you know, both teams had opportunities. None of them were able to capitalize on them. Uh, there were some good hits, some very good hits in the second period. Uh, but uh, the only team to get another goal would be the Avalanche, and uh, it would happen 15 minutes in to give them a 2-1 to one lead. For sure. And they were getting excited about the Blues in the playoffs and just beginning their baseball season in front shot. Wow, what a goal! Miko Rantanen as that bounced back in front. He went upstairs under the crossbar to get his second goal of the period. And the Avalanche now have a 2-1 to lead. Wow, that was terrific. What a play and just short space there for him, Peter. Oh, and, and he made in close in those tight areas and watch him just roof this. Good balance. He almost gets knocked down. He stays with it and pops it over Allen. Man, did he ever pop it over Jake Allen? He was right up on Jake Allen. And I bet you there wasn't, oh, six to ten inches from where the puck was to where Jake's pad was. And he just flicked that puck up and it went right over the top of Jake Allen's head and into the goal. And it gives the Avalanche a two to one lead late in the second period. Uh, that goal would be Rantanen's 20th. Uh, Johnson would get the assist his 15th, and it was 15 minutes and two seconds in. And that's the way we would end the second period with the Blues down two to one. Uh, we're looking for the Blues to maybe show a little bit more life uh, in the third period. We know that they've all got the playoff spot down, but let's go ahead, guys, and start really pushing, getting ready for the playoffs, not making mistakes in your defensive end, which I think they have a lot in the last couple games. There's been some big defensive letdowns. And that's what caused them some of the issues that they've had in the last couple of games, even though they've been playing pretty good. That is one area I think that they really, really need to work on. Would they get on the board first early in the third period? Yes, they would. And it would be by a newcomer or is he an old comer? Is he, well, it would be by Vladimir Sabotka, just three minutes and 20 seconds in to get his first goal back as a St. Louis blue. Rico had a stick in his arm. Gets it back, and a drive by Payarvi goes wide. Center to shot, they score! Sabotka 
The little guy with gumption, as you call him, is tied to game at two. <laughs> Holy jumping. The little fella's back. <laughs> Great grin on his face as he scooted by the players bench here, and the fans are on their feet. What a nice feeling for Vladdy Sabotka. It's a special response. He endeared himself to this crowd with his hard work when he was traded from the Boston Bruins for defenseman David Warsawski. He immediately found a home here in St. Louis. Sabotka just set himself up right in front of the net and Laterra took that pass and just put it right on his stick and uh, not too many people are going to miss where that puck was and had a wide open net. Sabotka gets his first goal back as a blue. Laterra with that great pass, his 15th assist. Payarvi also had something to do with that play and worked hard to get that goal with his fifth assist. Three minutes and 20 seconds in, we're tied at one apiece. You know, the player that uh, we've been wanting to to really, really, really step it up would be Vladimir Tarasenko. And you know, don't start yelling at me. I'm not saying he's played bad. Uh, he has been very consistent lately. He's got the 38 goals going into this game. We're wanting him to get to 40. That would be so great to get to 40 for the second year in a row. He did it last year. Would he do it in this game and the last part of it? Well, he started at least down that track just about a minute and 19 seconds after Sabotka tied it to get his 39th goal and to give the Blues a 3-2 lead early in the third period. Blues off the face up. Tarasenko, he comes in again. A shot. He scores! Tarasenko is 39th, and the Blues lead 3-2. That is some shot. That is all world. Does a great job of exploding off the check, pushing to his left after the face-offs won by Barbashev. Right here, one little stutter step, goes around the forward, and on a severe angle, in a very small area, rips this high over the blocker, under the bar, and in the net. So our pair of lads score within a minute and 19 seconds of each other. That goal for Tarasenko would be his 39th. Barbashev would get his seventh assist, and I thought Barbashev had a pretty good game. But since uh, you know, probably in the last three, four weeks, he's had awesome games. This continues to improve, plays hard. And that would be the final of the game, guys. Three to two, the Blues win. The Blues end up, of course, like I said, in third place in the Central Division with a record of 46, 29, and seven, and a total of 99 points. The key to them getting to this point was probably a month and a half ago, probably right before Hitchcock took over, they were a minus 17, 16, something like that in goals, four goals against. And I might be wrong on that number, but it was pretty high. They finished the season plus 17. So they've made a huge improvement on cutting down on the goals because of Marty Brodeur helping uh, Jake Allen and Carter Hutton, I believe, helping them a lot and also scoring goals. So uh, Coach Mike has uh, done a lot for this team to bring it to where it is. So before we get into the uh, post-game interviews, let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. The Avalanche fall to a dismal 22-56-4. With the 3-2 loss, the Blues improved with a win, 46-29-7. Shots on goal, the Avs actually shot, outshot the Blues, 34-27. Uh, the Avalanche had two power play opportunities, did not 
uh, get any goals on those opportunities. The Blues were also 0 for 4. Faceoffs were pretty even, 53% for the Blues, 48% for the Avalanche. Um, Ratnan gets his 20th goal and assist. Uh, Bushman gets his fifth goal. Jonathan gets an assist. And McKinnon gets an assist. And, and Pickard makes 24 saves. Tarasenko gets his goal, 39th, close to 40. We wish he could have done that, but he didn't. But another great year by Vladimir Tarasenko. The newcomer, Sanford, gets a goal his fourth of the year. Sabotka, also the newest newcomer, gets his first goal back as a blue, and the fans are happy to see him back. Laterra gets an assist on that Sabotka goal, and Barbashev gets an assist on that Tarasenko goal. Jake Allen had a pretty solid game, faced 34 shots and made 32 saves. The first uh, post-game interview we're going to get into is going to be, of course, with uh, Sabotka and Tarasenko, uh, and they're going to talk about uh, their goals tonight and the team and how they've been playing. A little nervous before, you know, before the shift, the uh, first shift, and uh, you know, I'm really happy that we win this game. What did you think of the crowd response? Yeah, it was it was really nice. Uh, like I said before, I like to thank all the fans, and it was really nice and supportive. Bring back a lot of memories for you too, being back in this building. And... Yeah, for sure. On the way here, I was, you know, kind of, you know, was thinking about the things, you know, when I played here, and everything came back, and uh, it was a really nice feeling. Better could have been a better situation to get in your first game and score score a big goal there in the third period. Yeah, you already made a really nice pass to me, and you know I had open that and just needed to shoot it. And then... How did you feel out there adjusting on the ice, considering the rinks that you were used to playing on, and now going back to an NHL-sized rink? I felt pretty good actually. I thought it was gonna be a little worse, but uh, I felt pretty good. You no, know, legs were working a little bit. So did you feel like? Couple practices and getting in a game here, you feel like it's enough for you to get you get you acclimated with the guys in the room here and, and get you ready for the playoffs. Well, guys and coaches they help a lot. You know, I kind of knew before. You know, something changed, some things didn't change. So I kind of knew like, how how plays how, how guys played and uh, they helped me a lot on the ice team. You said it felt good, but could you pinpoint it a little bit more? I mean, specifically, what what felt good about it? Well. <laughs> you know, just you know, the guys talk to me all the time after every shift. You know what I'm what I'm supposed to do on the ice and uh, where should I go? And if I did something wrong, they told me. So that, that was really big help. Does it help that you know half the roster basically is guys that you knew and played with here before? Yeah, it really helped. You know, Stina, Vladdy, Schwartz, all these guys they help. Really. How much confidence does it give you going into now the first leg of the playoffs? Well, first game is going to be different, so it's going to be a totally different game. And, you know, I, I think I need to work on a little more things and, you know, you know, get some workout and stuff like that. And so, like I said, it's going to be a totally different different game. I need to need to get ready. For you to see that Saboka comes in in his first game back and gets that goal. Uh, I think it's important for him and uh, for us to, you know, be really happy for him. And uh, he was missing Vladimir this Last couple of years, and uh, you know he's a great guy and a great player, and uh, he will help us a lot in the playoffs. How did you look? Cool. You mean on a game or just Overall. in the life? <laughs> <laughs> Overall, great. I think he looked great. Lady, what, are, what are some of the biggest things he's going to bring that's going to help him this game? I think it's, uh, he's always positive, you know. And uh, if you talk about hockey, he's really skilled and competitive player, and. Uh, 
No, he never leaves you in a bad spot, and we used to play with each other a lot. And uh, no, like I said, he's a great player, and uh, can't wait when playoff starts. He said he was getting tired of reading about it, whether he was coming back or not. Were you guys getting tired of the topic? No, I don't. I mean, it's not us making the deal, so we was waiting for him, but we can do nothing with it, you know. I know he has a really good time in the KHL, and uh, now everybody have a good time in Russia, obviously. So uh, we're really, really happy to get him back. So close to number 40, I just, just missed it. Yeah, it happened. So season is over and now we all focus on the Minnesota. And you like the way you guys are playing heading into the playoffs? Yeah, especially after a tough start and a tough midseason. You know, uh, we build a lot of confidence in this group and uh, we believe in each other and uh, we believe in our power to go all the way up. I know people think that not having home ice advantage for the first part of it is not is a disadvantage, but for you guys and how well you've been playing on the road as of late, do you welcome it? Do you welcome playing, open up the first couple of games on the road? I mean, uh, especially for me and uh, what I feel like about it, I don't feel really different because the way fans pumped up, it's uh, make you pumped up even on the road. But if you win game one or two on the road, it makes you more, uh, you know, the advantage turn another way. And uh, now we will face them at home. So... It's no uh, thinking about losing this series. You know, we're thinking about only winning. And uh, like I said, we believe in each other, believe in our staff and our team, and uh, can't wait when it starts. I think most fans feel the same way you do, Vladimir. We cannot wait till that starts. I know a lot of people aren't giving the Blues a chance uh, against the Wild, which I'm not quite understanding why the Wild have not played well. As of late, hey, they're still a good team, and it's not going to be an easy series for either team. I think it's going to be a fun series for both fan bases, and I don't think you're going to see this be a short series. Uh, let's go ahead and get into what Coach Mike said after the game and his thoughts uh, moving forward uh, after this win. Pretty pretty impressive for me. I mean, uh, the goal aside, uh, obviously we bounced him around. A couple different lines uh, seemed to adjust to that fine. Um, you know, But for him coming in, I, I don't want to say that I set the bar low, but uh, understanding that he hasn't been on the ice for uh, 11 days prior, um, understanding the travel from Europe and what that can do to you, and understanding that he hasn't played in uh, North America for a couple of years, I thought it was a real strong game from him. You can see his hockey sense. You can see his competitiveness. And, and obviously, he's got a, a skill set to go along with that. Well, we're, we're playing a deep team, you know, and so we're playing a team that, that – uh, Four lines, six defensemen. You know, we're going to be challenged every time we're on the ice. So it's going to make us stronger from top to bottom. Uh, wherever we put a, in the lineup, uh, it's going to give us uh, flexibility. It's going to give us options. And obviously, uh, we all know special teams is, uh, is a huge factor in the playoffs, and he's going to factor in, in, a, in a big way there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm again, I, I said it before the game that I wasn't, I felt that we were ready, regardless of the outcome of this game, regardless of, of what happened in the game. I, f I feel like we're ready for the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I, I think that if, you know, leading up to the, the previous two games, we felt that our power play wasn't good enough, excuse me, the previous three games. Uh, so excluding tonight, uh, we went on that road trip and, um, and we got it back. So I felt like our power play was back. So tonight is not, uh, you know, for me, is it's really a non-factor. Uh, you know, I feel like 
basically all parts of our game. We're ready to go, and we're excited to uh, to face off against a real tough competitor. Yes. I was saying, if you have a scratch on you, I'm taking you the heck out of the game. And uh, but he didn't want to come out. He he said he was fine. Coach, what did you learn about this group the last quarter of the season? And Greg Ryan, you guys lose a lot of younger guys. Yeah. You give guys more responsibility as well for the older guys. Well, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have good players that aren't in the lineup for game one, uh, and. And obviously our goal is, you know, we know it's not going to be an easy task, but our goal is to have a long run here. And if that's the case, then, then you need depth and, and, you, need, uh, and you need options, and, and we believe we have that. Um, I, I think that, you know, what we've seen is, is just sort of the attitude and the character of the group. And, and you look at the injuries that we've had and, uh, and some of the adversity that we've had to overcome and, and the way that the leaders have stepped up, the way that players that we needed to perform at a high level have delivered for us. And then guys coming into the lineup, um, it's not just about what they've done, you know, in a short period of time. These guys have grown. If you're looking at, uh, you know, and, and, and the list can go on, but you look at a guy like Barbashev or, or Pay RB and, and again, I, I, could, I could speak to a lot more individuals than that, but um, their game is, has grown. And, uh, and so it's huge for their development. It's huge for us. And, uh, and it, it's, it's helped prepare them. Yeah. Yeah. But every, it's going to be a new challenge. That's the, that's the beauty of it. And we'll, we'll meet with these guys. And the, the thing that, uh, that I like about it is it, it doesn't seem like these are guys that, uh, that are going to shrink in, in, in that spotlight, you know, that, uh, and, you know, again, to use a guy like Barbie, for example, many, many players, you put them on a line with uh, Schwartzy and, and Tarasenko and and uh, and their game would drop a little bit. Uh, it's not an easy thing. And I feel like his picked up a little bit. And that says a little something about the attitude and the character of the kid. He's a gamer. And uh, this is the time of year for gamers. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? In all honesty, and it's I'm so glad that this is the way that went on. I didn't know that it was going on because we were just every day we were we were playing a game or we were preparing for our next game, and uh, and so you know we 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 put all our effort and all our focus into the group that we had. That's what we asked our players to do, and so uh, there was no wishful thinking on our part that any help was going to arrive. And obviously, now that it has, uh, we're we're pleased we're pleased to have them. We'll see. Well, we're we're gonna have to get better um, from game to game, and so we're gonna have to get better between now and game one because that's that's what the playoffs is. The playoffs is another notch; it's another level. Uh, we're going into a, a a building that I know is gonna be very loud. And a team that's going to be jacked up and has a high belief right now in in, in what they're capable of. So, uh, like I said, there's going to be another notch, and we have to be ready to meet that. And then uh, every game from there on out, it's, that's our that's our focus. Is we want to get better, we want to grow our game, and uh, and you know if we do that, then then we like our chances. No, uh, you watch a lot of films. You, you got the job. Did you watch a lot of the games? I watched. I, I, Last year, I watched. Uh, I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. 
and I watched a lot of uh, playoff hockey and, and, you know, being the fact that, uh, uh, you know, you're from, or, you know, I was, I came from a division where I was familiar with the blues. I was certainly keeping an eye on what was going on there. Um, but you know, when you're watching on your couch, it's a different story. So, um, you know, I, I haven't spent a lot of time looking at that. Some things have changed here. And, uh, for me, it's just, I've been just wrapped up in the process of trying to, trying to get this group to continue to build and, and, uh, and we feel like we're, we've done a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we play the Sharks, then we'll, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, our game is not going to change. And, and every game, you know, we're going to, we're going to face, and this is going to be a real tough challenge for Vladi. Let's be, let's be honest. They, they, uh, you know, they, they're going to really key on him. He's going to have tough matchups and, and it's going to be hard to get away from him because they're such a deep team. So, um, but, you know, what I would say with that is, is at some point, you know, and if we're, if, you know, and I, I've been a part of this where, where you, you get to the final game and, and I've been a part of it where you win the final game. And along the way, I coached some pretty darn good players who went through some spells um, that weren't great. Uh, but in the end, they, they still raise the cup because somebody else is going to have to step up at that time. And so, you know, it's going to have to be by committee. We, if, if we think that we can just sit here and hope that Vladdy wins the series for us, it's not going to happen. We need every guy ready to go out and, and to play at their best, and that's what we've done for a long period of time here. And Vladdy's going to do what Vladdy does when he gets an opportunity, and there's some things that he's going to have to really uh, be on top of and, and, and make sure that, that he focuses on to, to be at his best. Uh, but we're going to do this as a group, or we're not going to do it as a group. It's as, it's as simple as that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he spent a lot of time on the ice at the at the end of the game with a goalie out there. We were, we were pulling for him, but uh, you know, it, I don't think it was that that important to him. I, I, he wanted to do it, and you know, understandably, uh, but. Uh, you know, I, I think we're all we're all focused on something else right now. And you know what? For me, it all starts all all over again. Anyway, so what we've done in the past two weeks is we've tried to we've tried to prepare ourselves and, and we've tried to you know get a game that that we feel confident going into the playoffs with, um, but. Uh, what we have to prove is that we can go out into, like I said, it, you know, we're coming in and we're playing a team that uh, for most of the year was probably the best team in the league. And so what we have to do is prove to ourselves first that, that we're good enough to beat those guys. We think that we are, um, but it's one thing to think it. It's another thing to, to get out there and do it. So it's up to us to, uh, to put it into action now. No, no, not really. I mean, I, I like I said, it, it's been it's been such a whirlwind in the last three months that uh, we've been so wrapped up and so focused on our own, own group that uh, I haven't, haven't spent a lot of time thinking about that. Um, you know, as it's gotten closer, obviously aware of it. But uh, you know, for me, I, I don't want it to be a story. I really don't because that's my goal is not to 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 beat the Minnesota Wild for me. My goal is for for us as a group to to keep getting better and and keep seeing what we're capable of here. Going through that tough spot, was there, was there anything like a tough spot you guys went through? 
I'm not sure. I'm not inside the locker room, and, and, and again, I wasn't really spending a lot of time thinking about it. Uh, again, you're aware of things that are going on. We're, we're aware of what's going on with, with certain teams and, you know, whether things are going well and whether things aren't going well. So um, I don't know what was going on in there, but uh, they seem to have raided the ship, and, and uh, you know, I'm not expecting that team. When we play them for game one, I'm expecting the team that, uh, that's been at their best for most of the year. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it definitely sounds like the Blues are ready for the playoffs. How they will perform, we'll just have to wait and see. And I like Coach Mike's attitude. You know, you, you can't think of this team as the team, uh, the wild that is, as the team that's been struggling. You have to think of them as the team that was pretty dominant in the Western Conference uh, for most of the season. Uh, and then they had that hiccup towards the end of the season. They have been playing a little bit better lately. But uh, the, the Wild are a good team. The Blues are going to have issues with them, just as the Wild are going to have issues with the Blues, as long as the Blues play their game. You know, earlier I was talking about I was going to talk a little uh, bit about Vladimir Sobotka. I had said a few things about him in the last couple episodes, and I'm not going to waver from that. I've gotten a lot of communications, emails, so on and so forth, uh, voicemails from people saying that I'm ripping Vladimir Sabotka and I ought to stand behind him because he's a blue and all this and that. Well, you guys, listen, he wears that blues uniform. I do stand behind him. I, I, I want him to succeed because if he succeeds, the blues succeed. So that's number one. Uh, don't think I do not want Vladimir Sabotka to succeed. Uh, number two, People are saying that I hate Vladimir Sabotka. No, I do not hate Vladimir Sabotka. My issues with Vladimir Sabotka are, have nothing to do with hatred or anything like that. My issue with Vladimir Sabotka is this. He kept the Blues hanging on uh, last year. And uh, I know through sources that he was very well aware of that um, clause in his contract that he couldn't get out of. He knew it. it drug it out, and the Blues thought he were coming back, and he didn't. It's a couple of years ago when he left to go to the KHL. Uh, I don't know if people realize that how much money he wanted, but he wanted a huge raise and basically did not negotiate, in my mind, in good faith with the Blues and Doug Armstrong. I don't know what Doug Armstrong will tell you, but that's the way that I've seen it and heard it. He basically told the Blues to you know, jump off a, a, a bridge, which is the nice way to put it, and went to the KHL. That's my issues I have with him. That's plenty of the issues there. My other issue is his contract. The fans last night were going on like this guy was Wayne Gretzky. I understand giving him an ovation when he comes back on the ice and when he scores a goal, but come on, guys. He, he's... I believe he, he scored 12 goals or something or nine or 12 goals in his last year with the blues and had a, you know, it just, he's not a great player. And some fans are, you know, sending me emails saying that he's the answer to the blues winning the Stanley cup. And if they'd have had him last year against San Jose, they would have went to the Stanley cup. And I find that funny. San Jose was physical and beat the living crap out of the blues that's why they lost the series san jose was too physical and the blues were wore out after physical series 
with the Blackhawks and the Stars. A tiny five foot nine, 185, 190 pound guy is not going to be the difference in that series. Let's move into something else. A lot of people are saying he can work in the first line center, be a first line center a lot. No, he can't. Uh, you know, a lot of people are over evaluating this guy. He's a third line center, can step in now and again and help out in other lines. Third line center at best. Most likely a fourth line center, but third line center at best. And that's probably where he's going to play his third line, either left wing or center. I do wish him success. I, I really do. But I'm not one of these people that gets all hyped up over a guy that is in the status or class of Vladimir Sobotka. Nice player to have. Really can get under another team's skin. And that's nice to have. Is it the end all? No, it's not. Uh, I'm glad the fans appreciate him. I appreciate him as a blue, but uh, let's not get too overworked here, guys. He's Vladimir Sobotka. He's a piece to the puzzle. He is not the piece to the puzzle. So hopefully that stops all the emails and communications I'm getting saying I hate Vladimir Sobotka. I do not hate Vladimir Sobotka. I wish him the best with the blues. I hope he succeeds. As I said earlier, my issues are with the past. My issues are with his contract. And now I don't think it's worth he's worth that much. But he's here. Let's wish him the best. I hope he has a great first round with the Blues. I really do. If if he does what he does best, he's gonna contribute. You know, he's he's gonna be a player that contributes to a win uh for the Blues. So let's hope that happens. Let's go ahead and go over the schedule for the playoffs real quick. We all know they're playing the wild, and the first two games, of course, will be in Minnesota. You're going to see the first game at 8.30 p.m. Central on Wednesday. Coming up this Wednesday, it'll be on NBC Sports Network. Also, 7 p.m. on the 14th Friday, it'll be on NBC Sports Network. And then also Sunday the 16th, it'll be coming back home. It'll be a 2 p.m. Central game. And uh, then also Wednesday the 19th, uh, that will be a uh, 8.30 p.m. Central game. That game will, of course, be in uh, St. Louis. And then after that, uh, if necessary, uh, the game would go back to Minnesota for a fifth game and then back to St. Louis for a sixth and then back to Minnesota for a seventh game. The Blues are looking pretty good. I think there's still a few things they need to shore up before the playoffs. I think they've got time to do that. I'm sure Coach Mike will work on those things. Uh, the defensive issues I think they've had recently – uh, but uh, other than that, I think this is a team that's poised pretty good to go into the playoffs. Am I going to predict them to win the Stanley Cup? Well, you're going to have to find out when I do my playoff preview of uh, the Blues and the Wild, which uh, will be out to either tomorrow, Tuesday, or Wednesday afternoon. Don't forget to miss that. And, of course, don't forget to come back for all the game recaps on the playoffs against the Wild. And if they make it past the Wild, we'll be there for the second round. And then, of course, the the uh, semifinals going into the Stanley Cup finals. So be nice to go that far, wouldn't it? It'd be very nice to go that far. Until next time, this has been the Drop Podcast. I have been your host, Lance Descott. And, of course, let's go Blues.
This has been The Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.